I like how I brought you in for this time. Yeah, look at us. No, I think I, I think I brought myself in first uh, the last time, but um, yeah, look at us, man. Been what two weeks? Yeah, something two? like that. Something like that. Um, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Take It Easy Sports Show. It's been a while. We've been busy. The last episode we had, I actually had COVID. Didn't know it yet at the time because my test didn't come back yet. But I had COVID. I'm good now, so that's a good thing. Um, Eric had an eventful week or so. That's why we weren't there. Weren't there last week, I should say. Um, and we've got a lot going on. Coaching stuff, basketball and football, uh, winter sports. Playoffs are basically kicking off tonight, I think, with soccer. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on. Spring sports are kicking off already. I think the, the I think tryouts started for like everyone this week. So, yeah. you know, we've got a lot to talk about and we're going to pack it into about 40 minutes. So uh, here we go. Welcome back if you're uh, watching the live stream. And uh, for those of you that are, you know, listening to the podcast version of this, thank you for tuning into that. Um, Eric, first things first, um, you know, you went quiet on Twitter. You didn't think anyone noticed. I noticed. I knew what was going to happen. I had to bite my tongue. I couldn't tell anybody. I don't think many people noticed, nor people do they need to. Come on, man. Uh, I had to bite my tongue. I knew what was going to happen. I knew what was coming. I didn't tell anybody because obviously that's none of my business. So I had to kind of bite my tongue because I was excited for you. But you're a fiance now. And yeah. you did it while in Hawaii, which is pretty cool. So uh, yeah. we don't need to go into details because obviously you and I like to keep our personal lives personal. Uh, but how was your trip to Hawaii, man? How was it? It was great. Even if that hadn't happened, um, I was going to, you know, keep quiet on social media anyway. I kind of try and decompress, yeah. Um, yeah. get away from it. We, You and I both spend so much time on Twitter specifically uh, for yeah. work and stuff. And, yeah. uh, you know, it was nice to get away and not have to do that. But trip was nice. It was beautiful every day. Mm -hmm. Got to do a lot of cool stuff. Um, snorkeling, all that kind of thing. Nice. Saw some saw some big turtles, which was kind of cool. I um, like it. Okay. And what's uh, the what's the turtles name from uh, Finding Nemo? That is a good question. I don't know. You know, it was you know something what like that. What's up, dude? Yeah. Yeah, the the surfer turtle, the one, yeah. the couple I saw uh, really close didn't talk to me, but uh, I can oh, imagine they darn. would have spoken like that. So actually in Hawaii, yeah. I'm sure it's the same. A lot of places, uh, these big sea turtles, you're not allowed to get close to them. You have to yeah. stay. It's kind of like COVID. You have to stay six feet away, basically. Um, but uh, yeah, so. It was cool seeing them, but I didn't get a chance to do much interacting other than just kind of watch them sit on the beach and suntan. Yeah, speaking of tan, you look tan. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if it's the uh, the tan itself or my computer's gone a little bit dark. Um, so maybe a little bit of both. I did we'll spend a lot of time outside in the sun. Yeah, we'll say it's the tan. Um, yeah, Jacob like said it's Shred. Apparently that's the name of the turtle, Shred. Fair he enough. would know that because you know he's a youngster and everything. So yeah, um, isn't he still in high school? I I don't know. Uh, which Nemo, which high school? Is Nemo, the when did Finding Nemo came? When did Finding Nemo come out? Um, man, it was. I think two thousand three. Two thousand three. Oh, I was so, gonna say we. I was gonna say we had to be in high school. I wasn't even. Yeah, I was. I was, I was 10, 11 years old. I was. How old am I now? 27 how many years ago was that 19 yeah i was like eight, seven or eight maybe my math is yeah. probably off of that but whatever um man that came out that long ago yeah that's crazy almost 20 years ago was jacob even born yet that's a good question that <laughs> like that's been... a serious question i don't know if he was even born yet okay what is he'll, the, he'll what is the first movie you remember <clears throat> from your childhood because i watched a lot but the first movie i ever saw in theaters was Hercules, which I think the is first, kind of a cool movie to be the first theater experience. The first, bro, I don't even remember. Um, Jacob, by the way, said that his first three birthday cakes were Finding Nemo, so that answers my question. Sounds about right. Um, my, I, dude, I really don't know. What were some of the movies that were out? Because you're only, what, a year older than me, technically? Yeah, when, like were you 94? Yeah. I was late 92, so... Oh, um, about a year. Yeah, I'm trying to think 90. I mean, 
Oh yeah, because your birthday is December, Disney right? Movies were around that time. That's what probably we would have watched. That's why I got Hercules when I was, you know, yeah. six or seven years old. Was the first movie I saw in the theater. Uh-huh. Hard yeah, to remember. I know the Let Shawshank see, Redemption came around that time, but that probably wasn't four year old. Don't think Zach. I. Yeah, I, I would. I was gonna say I would have to be at least three or four seeing my first movie, right? I don't think my yeah. parents would be crazy enough to take me at like two. So what? That would be movies that came out in. What, 93, 97, I mean? 1997, um, the, I'm looking at the best pictures. Oh, Waterboy. Waterboy is a good one. Titanic won the 98 Oscar for best picture. Um, I think the first, I don't think I ever saw that. Never seen Titanic. Saw the first 45 minutes of Titanic and it bored me out of my mind. I yeah. couldn't do another eight hours or however Ooh, ridiculous. The, the wedding came out in 98. Were you watching Adam Sandler when you were four? No, probably not. <laughs> oh, no, no, probably not. That was a good movie. Disney though. Movie. It had to be Mulan. Mulan, Mulan or A Bug's Life. A Mulan or A Bug's I Life. Those both came those. out in 1998. Oh, or no, I don't know if I ever saw The Parent Trap in theaters. There's no way it still exists because this is pre-YouTube. Um, you know what? You know but, what's funny is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. My bad. Oh, I was gonna say it might be the early days of YouTube, but maybe even before YouTube. I was in I don't know seventh eighth grade something like that. Yeah. I was in German class, and uh, so maybe it must have been freshman year. Mm. There was a video of me and a couple guys singing uh, the the Mulan song, we are men in German. And there's a video of it. And I, I doubt that still exists, but I hope it does somewhere in the annals of the yeah. internet. Um, I was, I think I thought that Lindsay Lohan had a twin for like 12 years. Oh, for sure. Parent trap. Yeah. Um, Ants also came out in 1998. That was a good one. Uh, honestly, now that I'm looking at all the movies, it, it is probably Lion King two that I saw in theaters. That was that probably my sense. first one. That that or Mowgli's story, part of the Jungle Book. Mm. Halloween Town came out too. That the first one. That was a good movie. Yeah, that was solid. So, no man, now we're look at us. Now we're how do we even get in this conversation? I don't know. Now I'm just looking at all the movies that Finding came out. Nemo. There's something about Mary. Um. Let's see. Do we move on to sports? Oh, We're almost eight and minutes you, into the podcast. Really quick. Did you ever have to watch a You've Got Mail in high school? I don't know. That doesn't sound familiar. I have, for some reason, one of my high school teachers made us watch that, and it was just an awful movie. Like, it doesn't I know, sound like, good. Is it about it was, AOL? Um, yes. It was with, who was it? It was Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, which, like, two huh. very good actors, but, like, I mean, as a high schooler, the the movie was awful. Yeah, I don't know why we. Maybe had, I, I have seen it then. Because it sounds yeah, I don't somewhat know. familiar. I guess I don't know. I I want to say we had to like do like a project on it, but it was like, I hmm. uh, maybe like the history of internet. I don't I don't know. Um, I'd be surprised if they still have to watch that. Um, any other good movies that came out? I know we have to move on to you know actually you know, um, sports, but. Hmm. I've never seen a lot of these. The Man in the Iron Mask. I feel like I've seen that one. Anyway, all right. Um, man, we we we're really good at getting off on tangents, aren't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, glad you're back. Um, yes, happy to be back. Happy to get back into, on my own the, into the flow of things. Um, I'm jealous you went to Hawaii. I think I told us, I think I told you actually when the last episode happened that I, I'm planning to go to Hawaii in the summer. Um, I just found out that I have to, I'm going to Florida in, uh, the first week of May. So, um, I'm going to see how I'm sure the internet's fine. I'll just use my hotspot, but I might, uh, I might get fancy with the backdrop when I'm in Florida first week of May. So I know, right. Little, little beach action, you know, just a little. It's a Florida sunset. Actually, it'd be like nighttime by the time we actually record, but you get the point. Yeah. So that'll be a lot of fun. I'll be in Florida first week of May. Um, so we'll figure out the show. But anyway, like I said, Eric, uh, busy couple weeks. Um, we had, you know, I can't really remember if we already talked about it or not, but Nate Gill got hired at Desert Vista, new football yeah, coach. Absolutely. Um, 
Scott Hare has since stepped down as the mesquite head football coach. He wants to focus on his yep. doctorate. Um, I have heard that he is very likely, though, he will be on a sideline as an assistant coach. Eh, a little bit higher than an assistant coach. Um, not a head coach, but pretty like like the next man down, basically. Coordinator type position. Uh, even beyond that, kind of like the way that I was, it was kind of described to me. It's kind of like what ASU is doing where like, it's an offensive, like analyst type of thing. Sure. Um, so that's what I've heard. He might be, uh, on the sidelines somewhere potentially there. It's in the works right now. Um, and let's see, Combs is still in the process of hiring someone. I know they, uh, they had to go in front of the, uh, the, the governing board, um, for like extra info or something. I don't know. I think it was an executive session. I don't think it was a public open thing. Uh, so Combs will probably be announced in the next couple of weeks, maybe sooner. Um, what else is open? I mean, if we move on to basketball, I mean, we're talking about obviously the situation with Gary Ernst, which is obviously very disappointing. Um, and I think I want to talk a little bit more about that in just a second. Cause I was actually at the game last night uh, Chili was there. McCabe was there. Les Wilsey was there. Jose Garcia was there. Uh, Seth Polanski was there. They had the AIA stream going. Richard Obert was there. I mean, the who's who of media, excluding myself, was there. I don't count myself in that. Um, You're someone. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a person. People would consider um, you as who's who in that space. I don't think so. I don't I don't I don't like to think of myself that way. Um, it was well, to the point, though, where like. It was to the point that my light just get brighter. Wow, that's hurting my eyes. Ooh, let's turn that down. Look at you. Um, I know. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something really stupid, like shine bright like a diamond. Oh, God. Um, well, so you still said it, and you said it. Yeah, I know. It was still the dumb. uncomfortableness of I was going to say something stupid. If you had just dove into it, it could have been corny and funny, but now it's just <laughs> derailing the show. Man, you changed in Hawaii. Maybe. You changed. Yeah. Those uh those uh those ocean breezes really changed you. Um yeah, whatever. Uh but yeah, I mean it was it was really cool. So we'll get into that. Um but you have an opening, apparently, up in Flagstaff, correct, right? Yeah. Um Coconino basketball coach Mike Moran. Um is he's the all-time boys basketball leader in Flagstaff in terms of wins. He's got over 300 coached for at Flagstaff for a long time and now has been at Coconino for a while. Um, they are they're going to be in the play-in round tomorrow, um, but he will be, uh, as he told me today on the phone call, he said in t- after Tuesday's game, uh, retiring after the season, um, just kind of, He's been at it a long time um, and just felt like it was his time to step down and, you know, hang with the family and whatever they, there's no way this was a, uh, a push out the door. Like some retirements are every once in a while. Um, He could have been there as long as he wanted. He could be there another 10 years if if he wanted to do that. Um, It just, he wanted to, you know, spend time with the family, spend time with his wife um, and be, you not have to do deal with all the stresses of coaching. He's uh he's not an old guy, but he's older. Um, yeah. And he would tell you that. And so the, the stress of all the driving and all the stuff needed for being a head coach, um, it is a lot. And so he will be, he'll be stepping down and uh, I foresee him being, uh, you know, at games and stuff uh, being a yeah. mentor to you know, whoever becomes the next coach there. Uh, and they're, yeah. they'll probably start the the official search after they have a they have a candidate in house um, that I would venture a guess will probably get the job, but there's no way of knowing. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the, you bring up a good point about probably always wanting to stick around. I mean, look what Dan Hines did with the football program over of there course. at Desert Vista. I mean, he retired, but he was at most of the games, if not all of them, yeah. um, at least the home games. I don't think he traveled for the away games. But, I mean, look, like when you're a part of something for that long, I mean, it's hard to just walk away. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. Um, but back to Gary Ernst. Very unfortunate situation. Um, he is kind of being forced out. Look, I'm not in position to criticize whoever's making that decision. It's their decision. They have their reasoning. That's it. 
Um, is it unfortunate? Absolutely. Uh, because Gary Ernst is obviously an icon in Arizona high school basketball. He has well over 900 wins. He's the winningest coach all time in Arizona. He's been at Mountain View for 38 years. He won three state titles, eight overall. I mean, not at all at Mountain View, but you get the point. Um, yeah. I mean, this man is incredible. Great coach, great person to talk to. Um, and the players love him. The community loves him. And they showed that on Tuesday. Uh, they played Mesa, their rival. It was a packed house, over capacity. I almost didn't get in. They had to call the yeah, athletic no director to see if I could even get in because it was that full. Um, turns out all media were pretty much allowed in. Like I know Brad Sesmat walked into another who's who of the media. Um, so it was it was really cool. The atmosphere was insane. Um, I put a bunch of videos on Twitter, you know, before the game, and then you know Shane Burkar, one of your good friends, because of what you do up there in Flagstaff. Um, yeah, he I was there for. Lot. Yes. Yeah. You you think you talk to him more than you talk to me. Uh, and we have a group it's chat close. with Cody. It's so, close. Um, you know, Shane Burkar was down. And, and he, you know, those of you that know Shane Burkar, he was the head coach at Mesa for a very long time. He coached against Gary Ernst the most in that rivalry. And he brought out, I think it was five or six former Mesa coaches. I know Steve Hogan was one of them there, uh, former athletic director for the district. Um Obviously, Scott Stansberry was brought out because he was, you know, the current coach, but a lot of really big names and they, man, Shane Burkhardt just, it was incredible, man. I mean, he told stories about how he would be watching JV games and, you know, and Gary would come up to him and be like, hey, man, how you doing? Like, it was a rivalry, but it was a friendly rivalry between the two. Yeah. And I believe, I want to say Burkhardt even said that, uh one of Gary's sons was like the ring bearer or something like that at his wedding. Like these two grew incredibly close. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I got to talk to Scott Stansbury after the game, which by the way, was an incredible game. The two went back and forth. Well, actually Mountain View led the entire way double digits up until basically three minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. And then Mesa made a run and won the game. Yeah. Um, but even Scott Stansbury, you know, even Talbot Cumberd, the very talented senior guard there at Mesa, they both said that he is just, an incredible icon for basketball. And, you know, Talbot actually gave him a long hug after the game, which I thought was really cool for a player to do that. Um, yeah. So it was a really cool moment, man. Um, he received a standing ovation like several times. I mean, it was, it was a really special thing to be a part of. And um, I've got a story on Sunday about the whole situation coming out. And it was, you know, coaches wore red shirts all across the state. It was, it was they really, did. really cool what they did for him. Yeah. Um, it's it's a tough situation. You'd like a guy like that uh, on the on the outset, not knowing anything about the administration and everything like that, to get his own chance uh, to walk off when he wants to. Yep. Um, that doesn't seem to be happening, according no. to what we've seen. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's it's impossible to celebrate. Um, the accomplishments and his greatness yep. and what he's meant to people um, and still give him a great kind of warm goodbye. Are mm -hmm. they going to be in the playoffs? They're in the play-in game. Yeah. Which so we're going to go over. It's all not those. as if that was the last game ever. Um, yeah. He's get, he gets one more, play. one more shot at home, one more home. Yeah. Game. Yeah. And so oh. um, they will be, uh, I'm sure the gym will be packed for that one too. I wouldn't I'm be sure. surprised. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's tough because you want, you want the storybook ending, but it doesn't always mm -hmm. happen in sports uh, In sports no. specifically. I mean, how many, how many guys actually get to go out on top in any level of sports? Um, it, it isn't that many. And in mm -hmm. high school, it's a different story than, you know, professional or even the highest level college. But, yeah. um, you know, sometimes your time just comes before, uh, before you're expecting it and before everybody else is expecting it. And it, it appears yep. that's what's happening here. Who knows whether he'll, uh, you know, want to coach again at a 70 plus. Maybe he wants another job. Maybe he wants another chance to prove himself. Or maybe this is just the, you know, the last step, uh, whether yeah. it ended yeah. the way he wanted or not. And we don't, that's the thing is we don't know the inside details. Exactly. Uh, and I'm sure yeah. he's not going to tell everybody everything either because he's no. probably loyal to that administration in the school. And he, mm -hmm. he doesn't want to hurt the kids that are going to be coming back next season. Um, and yeah. 
you know, if he says too much bad about the school, then think about if you're a junior or sophomore on that team, like uh, you want your coach going out the door to support whoever's coming next. Um, mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, that really, um, it puts, it, it puts a bad juju on the rest of the team. And that's not yeah. necessarily something that he should have to endure, but you know, it's the responsibility of the outgoing coach Um you know, in any situation to, to support the kids that they coached. And uh, I would not be surprised if uh, like we've talked that the, that he shows up at games in the future. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like we mentioned already, I mean, they do get one more home game, which kind of leads us into the boys basketball playoff brackets. Um, So if we look at the, uh, the automatic bids, um, again, these are, so how this kind of works and, and this is, like I said, we're going to transition. We're going to bring up Mountain View again in just one second. Um, but basically the top eight teams in the six, a conference get an automatic bid to the playoffs. Uh, there's no specific ranking right now for them, although we can pretty much assume it's going to be sunny slope one, probably Brophy two. And then pro honestly, it might be Perry number three, followed by Mountain Perry Point. or Mountain, Mountain did Point lose. Well, Mountain yeah. Point lost to Corona last night. So I do believe it's going to be Mountain Point dropping down from three to four. Um, but that number three spot is going to be tough, especially if you have to go through Brophy at Brophy in the semifinals. Yeah. You know, that's, that's about as yeah. tough of an environment to play in as there is. Oh, man. So I've with that being said, I've done yeah. just a quick aside. I've done interviews yes. um, with, with kids on the visiting team that won at Brophy and the Uh crowd is still so loud uh, after the Brophy boys lose that it's hard to hear the interview on my phone afterward. Like they don't want them to get any shine. They don't want to get them any shine, man. I guess so. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) But the Um, point is that that crowd can get crazy when it wants to. It can. I've seen videos. It's nuts. Um, So, the, the top eight teams, again, no particular order right now. Uh, Basha, Brophy, Highland, Mesa, Mountain Point, Perry, Pinnacle, and Sunny Slope. Again, if I had to guess, it would probably be Sunny Slope, Brophy, Perry, Mountain Point in that order for the top four. That leaves us with the current play-in games. So, play-in games, as everyone probably is aware, number nine through 24. This was not a thing last year because of COVID. They just went strictly one through 16. Yep. Um, they brought it back this year. It was there 2019. The very first game, number nine, Hamilton versus number 24, Cibola. And again, all these games are played at the highest seed. Um, Mountain View is number 16. They will host Valley Vista. Again, that will be Gary Ernst's last home playoff game as the coach at Mountain View, unless something changes. Um, like you said, Eric, it's probably going to be pretty packed. And these games are all yeah. on Friday, FYI. Um, so the only way they would get another home game is if they win this one. Um, then they and beat then whoever is the higher seed the, from them and the and the, the team across from them in the bracket or whoever they'd be their next matchup in like the quarterfinals. That highest seed also beats, or I'm sorry, lowest seed yeah. also beats the highest seed. That's yeah, the so only it's way. A, it's, a, it's a whole crazy... Yeah whole crazy mashup yeah. that would have to so, happen. So most likely let's just say theoretically that these, that these rankings, um, you know, let's, let's say theoretically mountain view gets in and nine through, you know, 15 also get into the actual tournament and the seeds stay the exact same mountain view would have probably travel to sunny slope. Yep. And then from there, they would have to have the nine seed, which would be Hamilton beat, the eight seed, whoever that's going to be. Even then still wouldn't be a home, you know, still wouldn't be a home. Honestly, I don't even know if they can be, there can be a home game for them at all. Now that I'm kind of thinking about it, there'd have to be major upsets like everywhere. Like Cibola, honestly, Cibola would probably have to win. Um, or someone like and like the there would have to be upsets in the, the play in the play in game. That's Um, what I was going to say. So that they would, they would get, um, a little bit higher seed, they could higher be a, seed, yep. you know, a thirteen the only rather than a sixteen yep. or something like that. That's it the would, only it way. It would take a crazy thing. Is mm-hmm. basically the point we're getting at, which is not out of the realm of possibilities if you look at some of these matchups. Uh, Wasn't Mountain Point so, a twelve seed a few 
seasons yeah. ago that made the championship. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they were six seed last year. Yeah. So uh, Shadow Ridge number 18 versus number 15 Queen Creek. Number 21 Desert Ridge versus number 12 Tucson. Number 22 Desert Vista versus number 11 Maricopa. Desert Vista's got their own coaching situation going on right now with Jordan Ballard, uh, the head coach on administrative leave throughout the rest of the season. We'll see how that one plays out. Um, number 20 Dobson versus number 13 Boulder Creek. Number 19 O'Connor versus number 14 Corona del Sol. Again, Aztecs coming off of a huge victory over Mountain Point. And uh, number 23 Chaparral facing number 10 Liberty. Why does Chaparral and Liberty match up in every single sport? It's crazy. In the playoffs? Man. It seems like some sort of. Uh, that's going to be an incredible game, I think, too. Um, that's going to be awesome. But it, you're right. They always seem to end up playing each other in big games. Yeah. So, I mean, let, let's break down some of these playing games because Jacob said he wants to give us his predictions. So, I guess, you know, we'll we'll talk about these for a little bit longer. Um, you know, actually, let's just let's just have some fun with it. Cibola Hamilton, who you got? Hamilton. Okay. I know you hate doing predictions, but hey, welcome back to the mainland. Uh, I'm also going to go with Hamilton. Valley Vista Mountain View is a very interesting one. Because on one side of things, you have a Valley Vista team that honestly, I think is still pretty young and very talented. Um, Then you have a Mountain View team that is obviously playing for the ability to keep their coach's career going for as long as they can. Who do you have in that one? Especially knowing the circumstances with what's going to happen. Valley Vista. Really? Yeah. Okay. By the way, Vickers is Hamilton for the last one. Good for him. Um, the <laughs> Mountain View, up. Mountain View, had so much emotion going into that game against yeah. Mesa. Yep, they ended up not even being able to finish that one off. Mesa, the team that you know, it would, it would have been destiny with the amount of you know coverage and everything that happened there. Valley Vista is better than that Mesa team. Okay. You th- wait, 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 better than the Mesa <laughs> team? Kidding. No. Oh, I was going to say, that, wait Mount, a minute. Then, I meant then Mountain View. Um, okay. I think they're a better team. And uh, okay. I just, I think the talent wins out. I think it'll be close, but I would, um, I, I'd pick Valley Vista if I had to pick. Okay. Don't say Jacob I never go I, Jacob and I are going Mountain View. I think they're going to win that game for Gary Ernst. Queen Creek, Shadow Ridge. Queen Creek is a team that was actually playing very good basketball for the last stretch of the season. Um, I'm going to go Queen Creek. That's a long trip for Shadow Ridge to make. Yeah, it is. So. I'm with you. Home home court advantage matters a lot in that one. Hour and a half yeah. drive in traffic. Here's another one. Tucson Desert Ridge. Another long drive. I've got Tucson in this one. They have okay. been I do too. one of the dark horse teams all season. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going Tucson as well. Uh, Desert Vista Maricopa. Maricopa is one of those teams that is honestly probably better than the 11 seed. Um, yeah. But if you look at it, Maricopa got blown out by Mountain Point. Desert Vista played Mountain Point really, really close twice. And one of those was without Dalen Terry or Dalen Martin. It'd be cool if they had Dalen Terry. They'd probably be really good. good. Yeah, they'd probably be really good. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Jacob has Shadow Ridge and Maricopa in the Desert Vista Maricopa game. I've got Maricopa too. Um, Okay. I agree that Desert Vista being 11 seeds lower will still give them a battle, but I've got Maricopa. Yeah. I'm going to go with Desert Vista. I think they're also playing for Jordan Ballard. Uh, Boulder Creek versus yeah. Dobson. I don't know the first thing about either of these teams, so I'm going Boulder Creek. Yeah, I'm going to go Boulder Creek. Safe pick. Uh, Corona del Sol versus O'Connor. I'm going to go CDS on this one. I'm with you. Big win sure. against Mountain Point that they knew would probably, um, if they got that secure home win in the yeah. for in the play-in round, they needed that one, got it over a tough team. Um, they're on a roll right now a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Chaparral Liberty, I'm going with Liberty. Safe pick. I am too. Mark Wood, yeah. 
um, knows how to coach his guys. They've yeah. got some real talent on that team. Uh, they can score a hundred points if if things are going right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I'm not predicting up. that they'll score a hundred points in this game. Don't oh, get me wrong, yeah. but when they're shooting, they they can hit as as well as anybody. Yeah. Uh, Jacob said upset potential, but going with Boulder. So Boulder Creek. Uh, so Liga, do me a favor. Send me every single pick right now because we got to move this thing along <laughs> for 5A. I mean, I'm not just doing give me any all your predictions. Five. That's it. Okay. We'll let Jacob. J- Jacob, if you want to do it, just send me your 5A picks. We'll we'll read them off for you, okay. but whatever. Um, all right. So 5A. Uh, Apollo, Buena, Castile, Centennial, Gilbert, McClintock, Millennium, Sunrise Mountain all get the automatic bids. That brings us to the play-in games, which I believe are also on Friday. Yes, they are. Uh, 24, Carl Hayden, which actually snuck in with that three-pointer at the buzzer, if you saw that. Yep. Uh, Brittany Boyer got the video on that one. Uh, verse number nine, Higley. Uh, Arcadia, the 17 seed, facing number 16, Willow Canyon. That should be a good one. Uh, number 18, Ironwood Ridge, facing number 15, North Canyon. 21, Marana, 12, Ironwood, one of your favorite teams. Uh is number 22, facing number 11, Horizon. Number 20, Canyon View versus number 13, Desert Mountain. Uh, number 19, Sunnyside versus Campo Verde, the 14 seed. And Nogales, number 23, facing Catalina Foothills, number 10. Nogales got lucky not having to come to the Valley for a game. Um, that would have been a drive. If they faced like Higley instead, Oof. that'd be brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, Jacob, if you want to send those, just send them in. We're going to move along, however. Yep. Uh, 4A rankings. Uh, so this one, same thing. Um, playing games. I think it's 3A that doesn't have the playing games. I always yeah. get confused. Uh, Cactus, Deer Valley, Mesquite, Notre Dame Prep, Paradise Honors, Peoria, South Point, St. Mary's, the automatic qualifiers. Looking at the brackets for the playing games, which are Thursday. There's where the difference is. Desert Edge versus Sahuato, Bradshaw Mountain versus Rio Rico, ALA Queen Creek Post and Butte, Thunderbird Prescott, Pueblo Canyon del Oro, Saguaro, Dysart, Buckeye Union Flagstaff, Micah Mountain, Mountain, Mika, Mike, Micah, Micah Mountain versus Either Coconino. Um, let's see. I'm going to be at that Coconino game. I think I might. I think we can go out to a Friday game. Uh, really quick, doubling back to 5A. Jacob said upset Carl Hayden over Higley, Catalina Foothills, Horizon, Ironwood, Desert Mountain, Campo Verde, North Canyon, Willow Canyon as are his picks for 5A. Um, 3A hasn't even gotten to the point of doing that. So we're going to skip 3A for right now. Yeah, 3A uh, and then 2A is the same as well. They've got a few more yeah. games before they put okay. the Valley Christian will probably be the one seed in 3A unless they lose. Uh, yep. Going over to the girls' side, because I believe the girls are also done in 6a yes they are cibola desert vista dobson hamilton o'connor valley vista westwood xavier um a lot of the same teams from last year actually <laughs> that's 6a cibola. that's 6a girls for you minus cibola desert vista and o'connor was o'connor in it last year o'connor was a playoff team last year i don't know if they were top eight but they were yeah, good. i don't know if they're top eight but like the other five are like same ones. Uh, yeah. Actually, I think four of those specifically. I think it was Dobson, Westwood, Hamilton, Valley Vista. Those were the top four seeds last year. Actually, that sounds about right. Correctly. Yeah, because I think it was a one-two matchup in the championship, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Play-in games. These are on Thursday for the girls. So uh, Corona versus Mesa, Sunny Slope versus Mountain View, Sh- Shadow Mountain versus Chandler, Copper Canyon, Mountain Ridge. Highland Perry, uh, Rincon, Tucson, almost rhymed there. Boulder Creek, Chavez, and Basha Pinnacle. Um, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Uh, that Highland Perry matchup there. That's what the exactly Corona. what I was about to say. Yeah, I think Hi- uh, Perry is obviously a team with a lot of, you know, a lot of history. But yeah. Highlands coached well, and they. Um, yeah. They can they can stun some people a little bit. I've seen them do it. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, looking at the five A rankings for girls, Jacob, we're moving way too fast for you to give me predictions. That's okay. Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> Less prediction uh, talk, better podcast. Yeah. Uh, 
according to me. Yeah, Every, everyone else might disagree, but I'm the one yeah, doing ev- it. Ev- we'll, we'll start making predictions for the actual 1 through 16 round. Um, when we also don't talk about you know movies that came out when we were four years old for 15 yeah, minutes. That's right. Um, all right. Automatic qualifiers for the 5A. Fairfax, Buena, Cactus Shadows, Canyon View, Flowing Wells, Gilbert, Millennium, Sunrise Mountain. Again, these are the girls, for those of you just tuning in. Looking at the brackets, playing games. Uh, Desert Mountain, Ironwood Ridge. Willow Canyon, Nogales, Arcadia, Williamsfield, Mountain View, Morana, Castile, Higley, Cienega, Verado, Sunnyside, Campo, McClintock, and Casa Grande, Catalina, Foothills. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I think Castile is an interesting one just because of how good they were last year. And it seems like they fell off just a little bit, but I think they're still a really dangerous, dangerous team. I agree with you. I'm with you there. So. That'll be that'll be a fun one to see how that kind of plays out. Um, rankings. Oh, that's the boys going to girls 4A. Automatic qualifiers 4A. Deer Valley, Estrella Foothills, your Flagstaff Eagles, uh, Mesquite, Paradise Honors, Sahuaro, South Point Catholic, and Seton Catholic. Look, we know who's going to be the one seed and probably the two seed. Yeah. Um, we know who's probably going to be in the championship here. Um, unless there's an upset, which there could be. Mesquite's very good. Um, but as far as the uh, the play-in games, uh, these are on Friday. Uh, Micah Mountain, Shadow Mountain, Pueblo Amphitheater, uh, Peoria Bradshaw Mountain, Rio Rico, Lee Williams, Dysart, Saguaro, Sahuarita, Post and Butte, uh, Coconino Greenway, Desert Edge, Notre Dame Prep. And Desert Edge is going like, from like one corner to like the other. That's another that one game. of those crazy drives. <laughs> they have to hit like five different freeways just to get there. Yeah, that's going to be another right, one, one of those hour and a half drives. Probably uh, maybe three. 10, 202, 101. Yeah, probably. Depending on how they go, I guess. Which way, whichever route they want to take. Yeah. Um, so can a bus take the HOV lane? I know it's obviously a highly occupied so. vehicle, but is it too big? No, why not? No, I don't think so. Maybe. I don't I mean, know. Maybe. I don't know what I'm maybe. talking about. Yeah. Do you ever? No. Oh, okay. Neither do I. Um, Eric, tell you what. I already read off basketball. Do me a favor. Pull up soccer. I'll do that. Let's go through these. So uh, these playing games actually are very fresh. So some of these have do not have results yet. 8-15s. Uh, they all should be done at this point. Um. I don't think the state championship brackets have been no because they've all got to be reseeded. No, they'll do that so, probably tomorrow morning. Yeah, I think it is tomorrow at like eleven thirty. Um, so just go over the play-in games, and then I'll actually read off the uh, automatic qualifiers for boys soccer in six A. So I'll let you. Uh, actually, I might as well do that right now. Cibola, Desert Vista, Hamilton, Pinnacle, Rincon, San Luis, Tolleson, and Tucson were the automatic qualifiers. Play-in games with some results. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, I'm put, my computer's going a little slow. All right. You're slacking. Yeah. Chaparral beat Red Mountain 4-1. Dobson Desert Ridge, the 16-17, has not been reported yet. We'll have that relatively soon. Westwood beat Sunny Slope 4-2. Mesa beat Alhambra 2-0. Brophy Prep, which is crazy to me that Brophy Prep is in the, the play-in. Um, it and just said, shows how much talent there is. Uh, beat Basha 5-0. Highland beat Trevor Brown 2-1. Chandler shut out Kofo 1-0. And then Maryvale at Perry has not been reported yet. Got it. Uh, jumping over to the 5A rankings for boys soccer. Um, automatic qualifiers, Campo Verde, Castile, of course. Cienega, Horizon, Ironwood, Sunnyside, of course. Sunrise Mountain and Verado. Uh, I say, of course, for Campo, Castile, and uh, Sunnyside because they're literally always there. Um, so, yep, look, I'm going to exactly be honest. Right. They're always there. Um, yep. All right, go ahead with the uh, playing games. I think only like four games. Only have four out of right the now. only yeah. four out of the eight have results online right now. But we've got Washington beat North Canyon two one, Gilbert beat Marana Mountain View four zero, Nogales beat Lake Havasu three two. And Catalina Foothills beat Flowing Wells 3-0. Cool. I like it. Uh, moving on to 4A, uh, automatic qualifiers. Uh, Goldwater, Cortez, Dysart, Mojave, Notre Dame Prep, 
Prescott, Saguaro, and South Point Catholic. Um, before we go any further, 3A already has their rankings, I think. Um, so we'll we'll skip. Uh, no, we'll do 3A. We'll just look at the brackets really quick. So go ahead with the 4A brackets first. All right. So two have not been recorded, but yep. Douglas beat Peoria 4-1. Walden Grove beat ALA Queen Creek 1-0. Tempe with a crazy 9-1 win over Marcos Deniza. That's a team I've actually seen this year. They're talented, Tempe. Um, Desert Edge beat Shadow Mountain 5-1. Canyon Del Oro 1-0 over Rio Rico. And Coronado over Flagstaff 5-0. I think that Coronado team is going to challenge some people in 4A. Always good. Always really good. They used um, to be the absolute beasts in 3A before they yeah. got moved up. Yeah, uh, really quick just to run through 3A. Oh, 3A is already in the second round. I am way behind. Started, All right. They started <laughs> They started yesterday. Uh, okay, so ALA Gilbert North is the one seed playing Anthem Prep in the quarterfinals. Northwest Christian, the four seed playing 12 Veritas Prep. Bases Phoenix, the 11, travels to three Phoenix Country Day. And Arizona College Prep traveling to Eastern Arizona College to face number two Thatcher. So, um that is your, uh, as the AIA puts it, February frenzy. Little yep. play on uh, the March Madness thing there. Um, jumping on over to the girls very quickly. 6A automatic qualifiers. You're looking at Chaparral, of course, Corona del Sol, Desert Vista, Hamilton, of course, Liberty, Perry, of course, Pinnacle, Queen Creek. I'm even going to say Desert Vista, of course, there as well. Um, yep. And then... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just run through the rankings. So automatic qualifiers for 5A, Arcadia, Campo Verde, Castile, Cienega, Desert Mountain, Horizon, Ironwood Ridge, and Millennium. And then if you look at the 4A, uh, you have Flagstaff, obviously. I think they're going to be the one seed, right? They're they undefeated. Um, the only other undefeated team is Notre Dame Prep. but That's who, yeah. Um, it, it's just a question of who they decide has a, yeah. uh, a harder exactly. schedule. Uh, so Flagstaff, Notre Dame, Mojave, Prescott, Saguaro, Saguaro, girls and boys soccer in the automatic uh, qualifiers. South Point yep. Catholic, of course, Walden Grove and uh, Yunker. They're at 11 and one. So, you know, a lot going on. Oh, I guess 3A. 3A already started too, huh? I should probably yep. go 3A state championship. Uh, 3A quarterfinals for the girls. So right now, Ben Franklin moving on. Uh, waiting the winner of uh, Veritas Prep and Safford. Uh, Scottsdale Christian facing off against Sabino. That's a 5-4 matchup. ALA Gilbert North, the sixth seed, waiting the uh, awaiting the winner of Scottsdale Prep Eastmark. Ooh, ALA Gilbert Come on, Eastmark scorers. Don't be stingy. <laughs> uh, Arizona College Prep, the seventh seed, uh, facing number two, Northwest Christian in the quarterfinals. So a lot going on. We've got wrestling coming up next weekend um something like that um yeah is it next weekend it is next weekend next weekend's the wrestling state finals i think that's like a three-day thing at arizona veterans memorial coliseum yeah it's um, a long long thing. madhouse on mcdowell um also something really cool so i'm gonna i have i'm gonna have someone at the wrestling thing for me because i will be at the uh chandler sports hall of fame so Nikhil harry um, Are you getting Cole inducted? Luke. No. Greg Hagsma from Valley Christian. When's that uh, I think Camille Castile is being inducted, all of them. So it's going to be a really cool event. I'm excited to go for that. Um, I will never be inducted into that. Um, you might. Nah. Kevin McCabe should be. He's the dean. Fair enough. Yeah. So um, it, a lot happening. Is, I think it's, I mean, for Chandler specifically is the thing. So. Yeah, but I went to Highland though, so I would have to be in oh, the that's Gilbert. That's true. Yeah, and I really wasn't good at sports there, so. Well, you would be inducted for your writing. Maybe. That if you were going to be inducted, it wouldn't be because of your athletic achievements. Let's let's be honest. If I was going to be inducted, it'd be in the Ahwatukee Sports Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You spend a lot of time there. <laughs> I do. I have to. I have to spend a lot of time at yeah. Desert Vista and Mountain Point. So, uh, Mountain Point, by the way, Trinity Henderson transferred from Chandler exceptional exceptional sprinter uh she's going over there to Mountain Point Mountain Point also has like two other transfers that came in I think from Castile that pride team is going to be good on the track and I'm pretty sure it. most of the football team is going to be out there as well 
So that's going to be fun when uh, when the state meet comes around, which will be here very soon. It will be here a lot sooner than you or I probably hope. So you're probably gonna, you're going to come down for that, aren't you? For state, mm-hmm. I'll probably be there. If Flagstaff uh, basketball girls make it, are you going to come down? Oh yeah, I mean if there's if there's state championship games or you know high uh, semifinals and things like that, I will be there. Okay, it'll be a closer weather to Hawaii down here than what you have up there, probably. Yeah. How was that? Was that hard to transition back? It wasn't too bad. Uh, I'm no. sure tonight when I go walk my dog in the the 20 degree weather at night, it'll be different. It'll hit almost 60 during the day today, though. So it wasn't. Yeah, it's bad. getting warmer. It's getting warmer here too. So um, I'm gonna go. I think hike a mountain real quick. A little, little cardio on my off day from the gym. So. I should probably put on a jacket. Yeah, probably should. Um, but you're probably going to win this week's edition of uh, what's the best thing you ate in the last week. So uh, I'll just say mine, homemade broccoli and beef. That's actually good. really good with some rice. Oh, perfect. It was my meal prep this week. It was fantastic. Um, still have like two more. So what was yours? I can only imagine. I'm going to close my ah, eyes okay. so I can imagine it. Really? That's it? It was delicious, man. Come on, show you sauce that. Give me some more. Ahi poke. Yeah, I know. Of course. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's like the the rice and like like fresh fish and all that. So, I usually get like salmon. Yeah. So this was tuna. Obviously, ahi uh, ahi is a type of tuna. So it was. Um, oh, that too. Yeah. Tuna and salmon. Yeah. Nice, spicy shoyu sauce. Um, perfect amount of, you don't like the onions, but you might even like these onions because they were so soaked in the sauce that they almost didn't even taste like onions anymore. Um, with, <laughs> and what's the point know, of having it, them? To soak up all the delicious shoyu and spices <laughs> okay. um, with just a little bit of uh, fresh rice couple small vegetables thrown in but they keep it real basic the the tuna is the is the star of the dish yeah um trying to think what else did i have in terms of a drink um can't beat a frozen margarita in terms of um can't beat drinks i only had one um i i wasn't doing a whole lot of drinking it was so hot out that like yeah too much alcohol and you start to struggle um Oh, trust me, bro. I well, also, I know you don't. A couple I years ago, drink, yeah, I know you don't drink a lot of soda, but mm. on a hot day, an ice cold Coca Cola is as good of a drink as you can have. I'm telling you, man. Next okay. time you're hot out and you sit down at a, you know, you sit down after a 10 hour day of being outside covering seven on seven football practice this summer, flight club, <laughs> flight club, yeah. Um, you know, you got to get hydrated first. You got to get hydrated yeah. first to sit down and have a glass of Coke, especially if it's yeah. a fountain Coke. Oh, only way to go. Yeah. Only way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I have to know one other thing that you ate, though, because I know you probably. So when I go to Florida, we're going to this place called Sea Watch. Okay. Um, it's a like a seafood restaurant literally right on the beach. Can't wait for it. I had it last time when I was in Florida. Um. Man, had to be like at least 10 years ago. Amazing. I still remember it. That's how good it was. So I'm going to get that again. I can't wait. Um, what was the but, dish? Um, I think I just got like this. I think I got like surf and turf. But like it was just, I mean, they they literally, I mean, all the fish is super fresh, obviously. Yeah. So it was oh, just so good. I mean, I think we got um, uh, like little like, I mean, like crab cakes for like appetizers. We got like. Uh, my mouth is water and thinking about it. I love, I love seafood. Um, yeah. You know, those you. like, like the stuffed mushrooms when they put like the crab in there and stuff. Yeah. 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 We got those. It was oh, so good, man. Oysters, you name it. Yep. Yeah. It was really good. Um, you ever had Rocky Mountain oysters? Uh-uh. Don't. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, one more Look dish. Look it up you if ate, you though. want to. No, nah, I'm good. One more. Give me one more thing that you ate. I had a dish called bouillabaisse, which okay. is just rice 
in like six or seven different types of fish in a broth and a couple shrimp. Delicious. I'm writing. I need you to text me all these things because when I go to yep. Hawaii in the summer, I need to. I need you. I need your advice on what to get. That was actually. The one I probably real, don't need help. That was yeah. the one real indulgence. You'll find plenty on the menus that I you can imagine. See. I can imagine. Did you get? That was uh, an did you drink though? Did you drink from a coconut? No. <sighs> Missed opportunity. But I had a frozen margarita. That's a good opportunity. <laughs> yeah, you made up for it. All right, man. Let's wrap this thing up. Um, not a huge. Co- I really, like coconut, but I'm not a huge coconut fan. No, I'm with you. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, really quick, thank you to our sponsor, All.net. Um, I saw Papa Hinojosa signing day, actually. Really cool to catch up with him. Um, so thank you to them. Make sure to give us all a follow on Twitter at AZHSFB, at Arizona Varsity. I did it backwards. At Zach Elvira, at E. Newman Writes. It's been too long. I'm messing up on it. Um, but thank you all for tuning in, obviously, either to the live show or to the uh, podcast version. If you are listening to the podcast version, come hang out with us on Twitter or Facebook sometime on the Arizona Varsity uh, Twitter and Facebook page. Um, but with that being said, uh, I'm not opening whatever you just sent me. But anyway, Eric, it's been too long. What are your last final words? Zach eats chicken nuggets with no ketchup. That is not true. I don't actually that know if that's true. That is false. It's got to be ketchup. Don't eat Rocky Mountain oysters. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs>